Hello and welcome to Abe's Front Porch Talk. I hope you guys are doing great tonight. This is Thursday night. I hope you guys are just doing awesome. I hope you are ready for the weekend. Big plans for some of you, maybe. Just be safe, whatever you've got planned for this coming up weekend. We will be reading Revelations chapter 18 tonight. And I want to let you know, I was going to do this on Monday. I was reading the chapter, and I was trying to make up in my mind if I wanted to do two parts or just let it be a one part. Plus, I also needed to understand what I was reading a little bit more. And so, this is why... I decided to wait till tonight because Tuesday I was trying to make up my mind and then yesterday, which was Wednesday, I just wasn't feeling up to it. And so tonight I decided to do it all in one part because it's this chapter is about merchants and the riches, and we'll get into that as I go through, so I can do it all in one. But I want you guys to pay close attention to what this chapter is saying. I've already discussed this before in some of my YouTube videos and my podcast when I first started YouTubing and podcasting. So. And I titled the videos, The Rich Will Fall. And here on the podcast platform, I titled it, Rich Men Weep and Howl. So you guys go and check the video out on YouTube and listen to Rich Men Weep and Howl. Now this is back in 2019 and 2020 when I did those episodes and videos there. But move it to 2023 and I'm at Revelations chapter 18 and it's talking about the merchants and stuff and you will understand what I'm getting at the rich will fall you guys just hang in there because we are headed in some rough times I believe I don't know how much longer it's going to be before we start seeing hard times but right now, it seems like everybody's happy. Everybody's got what they're wanting. People are going about their day. They're not being considerate of others. Even Paul wrote that you put someone else's needs above yours, but we do not do that. So we're actually going against Scripture. We are living in a time where people are lovers of themselves and they all they care about is themselves and money. It, it, it takes money to make the world go around and you can't do nothing without money. Nobody wants to help anybody unless they're getting paid. Used to, you could find people to help you. If you had a need and needed help, nobody asked you for money. They just helped you. I remember a time when I was little, and this was in the 90s, and I was little. Our lawnmower was broke down, 
and we couldn't get our yard mowed. And the neighbor would just come over and just start mowing our grass for us because they knew our lawnmower was mowed down. I mean, broke down. Sorry, I'm getting my words twisted. And they'd just come over and start cutting the grass. Well, they wouldn't charge us a dime. They wouldn't even ask for it. They did it out of the kindness of their heart. And vice versa, if they had a need and their lawnmower had been broken down and their grass needed to be cut, we just go over and cut their grass. Don't even say a word, you know. Don't even ask for money or nothing. We work back and forth, and that's how it used to be. I also grew up in a time where if you were out of loaf of bread and you needed some bread, you went to your neighbor's house and asked if they had a loaf of bread. And if they had a loaf of bread, they gave it to you. Same way with flour and cornmeal. If you were baking a cake or making bread, like cornbread and stuff, you needed flour and cornmeal. If you was out of the either, you went to your neighbors and asked for a cup. And your neighbors might come over and ask, hey, do you have a cup of milk? Yeah, I got a cup of milk. You, because that's how it was back then. Now, today, people are like, no, you, there's a store down the road. You go. It's not my responsibility to give you a cup of flour. I'm not doing it. If you need eggs, go to the grocery store. There's eggs at the grocery store. I'm not giving you a couple of eggs. That's selfish. We're living in a total different time, and none of that's pleasing to God. You're supposed to help each other. That's how love works. But you think you're a Christian and you think it's okay to turn people away that needs a cup of flour or just needs a couple of eggs to bake a cake or to make egg and biscuits for breakfast. What, whatever that need is, you don't want to do it. You wouldn't even want to help your neighbor if their lawnmowers broke down. You, wouldn't e you do not even want to help your neighbor mow their grass unless you're getting paid for it because that's too much work. It's not your responsibility. And you want God to bless you with blessings and miracles? you got to first be a blessing before God can bless you. Remember, you must first be a blessing before God can bless you. But you want it all. But if you're getting blessed... And you say, well, I'm blessed. God's blessing me and I don't help nobody. It's their responsibility. Well, then your blessings are coming from Satan. And he's got you fooled. And you're believing his lies. So think about that. Think about all your riches that you have. But I'm going to take a short break and we're going to get into Revelations chapter 18.
All right, thank you for that break. Now let's get into chapter 18, starting with verse 1, and I will be reading all the, all the way to verse 24. Remember, this is the King James Version. If you are just listening into my podcast and you're new here, I always read from the King James Version. So, all right, let's get started. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. I'm going to start right here with verse 4 in just a minute. Going back up to verse 3 where it talks about the merchants and, and the earth are waxed with rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Think about all the corporations that's out here. Think about every restaurant chain, every major corporation, all the retailers, all the manufacturing plants. It's like they own the world. It's like they have all the money. And people that work in these places, if they're in a management position, especially like CEOs and presidents and district managers, they've got these riches and they can dress up and live in nicer homes. And then you got the employees who make minimum wage barely making it. But inside these stores, some of these retail stores that's inside of these places, they sell the nice clothing, name brand clothes that cost way up in the money. And we're all into this. We're all about the nicer things and the watches, the jewelry companies. Think about it. All the delicacies that the world can offer. All that's of Satan to make it all flash. People, women wearing nice dresses and jewelry that flashes. Men wearing watches that can flash around. And they and some of this jewelry and watches that people are wearing and the dresses are way up in money, thousands of dollars, like it's nothing to it. And you're flaunting around with your riches and you're showing them off while the poor and the lame is going unnoticed. And you say it's not your responsibility to help the poor and the lame. But you keep on thinking about that because soon you will have nothing. Soon you will lose it all. 
and for your greed of it, for your own selfishness. You want the blessings of the Lord, but you don't want to be a blessing. You don't want to help nobody. You want the job titles. You want the education and job titles to get the money and buy these goods. Buy the nice dresses that women wear and the jewelry and the nice watches for the men. And men wearing name brand clothes too. They wear these nice suits and ties that are name brand. And they also buy these nice outfits, shirts, and pants that can cost up to $1,000. And have a nice watch and driving flint driving fancy vehicles around that cost fifty or sixty thousand dollars for in your home three or four hundred thousand dollars listen here you men what gain is it going to be when you stand before the lord and he says none of your riches none of your education matter to me because you overlook the lame and poor You got so high and mighty into the world, you gained the world but lost your own soul. It tells you in scripture you can gain your you can gain the world but lose your own soul. You sold your own soul for clothes, for jewelry. When people are starving, when people are going homeless. And these major retailers, they're all out here selling all this nice stuff, making it shine and look good inside the stores. And they got people who sells this jewelry and these clothes that have to be well-dressed and well-kept up with their sales and more presentable to make a sale. All that's a lie of Satan to get you to buy stuff, to draw you into the shiny things. You need to be careful with that. I said this before and I say it again, the rich will fall. Not only that, I said before that these major corporations will shut down and we're living in a time where we will see them shut down when i don't know but i know we're in that time frame that they will shut down and you look around at the plagues that's up on the earth now the viruses are your plagues all these viruses that's been around for years and even the new ones that started in 2020 that's come out all of these plagues are the viruses they're here and they're here to stay pretty soon it will be no vaccines no pills to stop any of these viruses that's to come you will have to suffer and the only way you will be able to get rid of any virus is through repentance of christ you will have to meet him you will have to know christ you will have to know you will have to Bend down, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess he is Lord of lords and King of kings. Or you can suffer the plagues of the earth, but it says more people will suffer the plagues and blaspheme his name. You take the mark of the beast, you will break out into boils. And monkeypox, people was talking about how painful it was when monkeypox first came out. 
Just think how bad it's going to be when you take the mark of the beast and you get these boils on you that's so painful. And you can't go to the doctor to get this taken care of because there's no more medicine. There's no vaccines for it. There's no cream, only repentance. Repentance, repentance is the only thing that will help you in these last days. Some of you think you know how to survive the land, but you don't because when the wrath of God hits, he's going to spoil the goods. Then you won't be able to survive because you think you're smarter than God, but you're not, and he will bring you down. Keep flaunting around with your riches and overlooking the lame and the poor. And you will suffer the plagues for what you have done. And if you don't pay for it in this life right now, you'll pay for it in the next. You don't fear God. Let's go on to verse 5. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her, double according to her works in the cup, which she hath filled. Hang on, let me reread that. I think I jumped the sentence. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double according to her works, and the cup which she hath filled, fill to her double. How much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her for she saith in her heart i sit a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow therefore shall her plagues come in one day death and mourning and famine and she shall be utterly burned with fire for strong is the lord god who judgeth her and the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alice, Alice, or Alice, A-L-A-S, the great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and all thine wood and all manner vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of most precious wood and of brass and iron and marble and cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beast and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men and the fruits of thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty, dainty 
shalt find them no more at all. Let me read 14 again. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty and goodly were de are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. Sorry, the words are running together here on me. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing. And saying, Alice, Alice, the, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour so great riches is come to naught, and every shipmaster and all the company in ships and sailors, and as many as trade by sea stood afar off. And cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alice, Alice, the great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reasons of their coastlines. For in one hour is she made desolate. Rejoice over her. Thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone, and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall the great city Babylon be thrown down, and shall be found no more at all. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee, and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. And the light of the and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and all that were slain upon the earth. See, that's what I was just saying right here in this verse where it says hang on let me find it again and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee for the merchants of the great men of the earth for thy merchants were the, were the great men of the earth for by the sorcerers were all nations deceived See, that's what I was talking about. The shiny watches, the nice clothing, the nice dresses women wear and the jewelry and the men wearing these nice shirts and pants and suits that cost a $1,000 or even higher for the name brand stuff, depending on 
who you are and how much riches you have to spend. And working as CEOs and presidents in these manufacturers and retailers and you got district managers and they make so much a year and so much a month and all these riches and you help no one. Your homes that you're living in, those three and four hundred thousand dollar homes and brand new vehicles, all that means nothing to God. God don't care about your title, your job title, your education, what a piece of paper with your name says. He doesn't care about all of that. He cares about what you're doing and how you serve him and how you have a relationship and if you're helping the lame and the poor. And it even tells you about the ships on the coastlines that deliver the goods. Think about how we live in the world today that delivers the goods. And if those ships are gone, that brings us our clothes, our foods, however they transport that stuff. If that is destroyed, how can you eat? How can you wear clothes? If you don't know how to make your own clothes out of cotton and stuff, how are you going to go with clothes, because your clothes are going to get old. They're going to get holes in them. They're going to become rags. You'll have to go around naked because you don't know how to make your own clothes because you can't buy them. You never were taught. You say that was too negative, but once it hits, it's no longer negative anymore. You'll wish you listened, but it will be too late. God's not playing with us. He gives us warnings, and he I believe he's through with warnings. You see all the natural disasters that we're living in and people killing one another, and we see what's going on before us, but we still will not repent. We think God is pleased with our lifestyle. That's why Satan wants you to think that he is pleased with your lifestyle. He, Satan's got you so deceived. And you best wake up and think, is God pleased with my lifestyle? Because if the rapture happens now, most of you will not be ready. You think you are, but you're not. You think, oh, I can prophesy, so I'm good. Scripture tells you, you can prophesy all day long in the name of the Lord. And he still tell you, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. It says... Many will prophesy in my name. Many will cast out demons in my name. But I will still tell you, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. Says many will say, Lord, Lord. And he's still going to tell them, I never knew you. Are you going to let your riches get to you? Or are you going to Are you going to let your riches take you out? Most people worship money and don't even realize they worship money. They idolize money. They can't get enough of it. They got to have more. That's why they're greedy. That's why they can't help somebody that they see that they see in need. You don't suffer someone else's needs over yours. These retailers and other major corporations that's out here in this world, they hire people to come and work 
And as soon as their employees start struggling, their car breaks down and they can't get to work, they'll terminate that employee say, well, it's your responsibility to get transportation to this job. When that manager has a nice vehicle, could offer a ride to pick up that employee and take them to work. But they refuse not to say it's not my responsibility. And you don't think God's going to hold you responsible for it? Many of you in a manager position sees an employee that could have your job and you want to find ways of getting rid of them. And you're, you know your boss will back you up because you're the manager and they're just an employee. God is tired of that stuff going on, this buddy-buddy system. I've heard jobs saying that the employees cannot go over their managers. Everybody wants to be a district manager or a store manager. But if an employee has a problem with a manager or store manager and they can't work their difference out, that employee cannot go to the district manager and speak to them. That's going over their heads. Let me tell you, Christ is not pleased with that. You've got to learn, if you want that position as a district manager, you need to listen to the cries of the employee because they're working there. They're coming in to work. And there must be something wrong with your managers and you need to hear what's going on because your manager might need to be disciplined. Your manager may need to be terminated, but you rather terminate an employee for going over them to coming to you. You just want that money is all it is. You want that money. You say, I got the education. You got nothing but from Satan. All you got is wisdom and knowledge and education of Satan. That is it. You have believed the lies of Satan. You saw all the flashy things you could have, but you don't want the headache of listening to an employee, but you want your home you want your new cars you want your fancy jewelry you want that fancy dress how much have you paid for a wedding dress for you women how much you men paid for a suit for your wedding and you only wear it one time and it hangs up in your closet what good is that doing you that suit and that dress is rotten and you're trying to keep that who's gonna wear it but you why pay all that fancy money for it pay up in the thousands of dollars that's not right when people needs clothes some of you fear employees taking your job and you say oh they could have my job they seem to be better i need to tell lies to get rid of them because you don't want to lose that money everybody wants a big career they want their own businesses they want to do all these flashy things, but they don't want to give God thanks. They want to take fancy trips and yon and own all these yachts and all this stuff, but they don't want to share either. All the merchandise of the world will burn up. When the world's on fire, that houseboat is going to burn. That million-dollar houseboat you got that you call in a yacht is going to burn to ashes. That watch you're wearing that you paid so many hundreds of thousand dollars for and flashed it around is going to burn. Your million-dollar home is going to burn and be ashes. That job that's selling all this stuff, those merchants, those 
those businesses, as you should call them in today's time. Making everything look shiny and flashy to get your attention. And you can't take it with you when you die. It stays here on earth. You might get buried with it, but you can't take it to heaven or hell. And more likely, you're headed for a hot seat anyway, so you let your riches get to you. You flashed it around. You know, you had family. You had a neighbor that was poor, that had nothing, and you overlooked them. We live in a time now that people knows that their family or neighbors are struggling. Even people going to church with one another, knowing somebody in the church is struggling, need a bill paid, need help with something. And all you can say, I will say a prayer for you. Might I say a prayer for them when God said to help them? When Christ said, help those in need. It's written from Genesis to Revelations. Help everybody that's in need. But you're going to say, I'll say a prayer for you. Christ told you to help. You can pray all day long. But you knew there was a need. And you refused it. Verse 11 says, And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. This is where the rich is going to fall. This is where people won't be able to access their money because nobody won't be buying the merchandise. The businesses will crumble. And I tell you, when the businesses will crumble, They won't be thinking so high and mighty anymore. They're going to be like, nobody's buying. Boo-hoo-hoo. But you didn't think about that to your employee. You fired that works in there that was struggling, trying to get the work that needed away. And you said, if you can't come to work, it's not my responsibility. I'm not picking you up. You get here. You find a way. Or you're terminated. And they're out on the streets, but you kept your $300 You kept your $300,000 home. Sorry, I'm getting my words twisted there. And you think God's going to keep you blessed? That $300,000 home you're living in is coming from Satan and you don't even see it. You're that blinded. But if you die in a car wreck, if you die of a heart attack or stroke, or you get sick and die and you think God's going to let you into the kingdom of heaven and you got that type of attitude, he says nobody that's arrogant can enter in into the kingdom of heaven. It is written in scripture, if you are arrogant, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. You best rethink yourself. But many of you in this world rather have riches. You rather go to these businesses and buy the best things you can have and flash them around and don't even care. And you think you're going to go to heaven, that Christ is okay with it. You laughed and mocked his word. The homeless man on the street 
trying to get a job in your business and you won't hire them because the way they're dressed. They have nothing. They haven't showered in a long time. And you won't hire them because of their appearance. And you think God's going to keep your business going? That's why you're going to weep and mourn for nobody buys because when people get the blinders off their eyes and sees the truth that Christ is not pleased with those businesses, you will lose your job as a CEO and president. Your money is coming crashing down. You will be the one on the streets trying to survive, but you won't have a job to go to because they're all going to be shut down. You don't want to hear the truth now, but when that time gets here, you will hear the truth. But it will be too late. Just like when God shut the door on the ark, people laughed and mocked Noah all those years building the ark. But when that rain hit and the door was shut, they couldn't enter in and all fear fell upon them. And it was too late. They drowned in the flood. Children was involved in that flood too. God does not have a respect or person. And you're teaching your children all this corruption of the world. You're teaching them how to worship money and idolize money and how to have this education and get them a good job in a business somewhere or even own their own business and make it a multi-million dollars business and forget about everybody else but think about yourself and only yourself and that's a lie of satan and you're teaching that to your children when god strips you of everything you have you're gonna weep and mourn because god stripped you of your riches You rejected God's word one too many times, and you can never say you were warned. And it tells you in Scripture many people will get mad and blaspheme God because man basically wants it their way. They want to live evil lifestyles. They rather worship Satan and live his way instead of God's way. And God's not really asking you for that much. But man wants it to be their way. They want to push people to the side. But when you're mourning, but when you're mourning and weeping, what good is it going to do? Because you couldn't hear the cries of the lame and the poor. You couldn't hear the cries of that homeless person that came into your business wanting a job. You ran them out the door. You degraded them. You thought evil towards them. You are to help. It's not a sin to be rich. You can have all the money in the world. You can own all the businesses in the world. But as long as you're doing the will of the Lord, helping people that's in need. 
If you're living in a a million dollar home and your neighbor next door is living in a shack and you know they are struggling to get a bill paid, you know it's not going to hurt you to be like, hey, how much is your bill that you need paid? Here's here. Here's a check. Go go cash it. I trust you. I've known you for a long time. You're trustworthy. Or drive them down to pay the bill. And be like, look, I want to give you a little extra money. I'm taking you grocery shopping. Fill up your buggy. If you need two buggies, go ahead. Buy it all. I'm treating you today. Fill it up for a whole month, six months. I don't care. Treats on me. And that's what you're supposed to do. As long as you're doing stuff like that, and you're doing it for the Lord, and you love the Lord, then that's fine. But if you're doing it out of greed, and wanting paid back, then that's wrong. Don't ever do a good deed and want paid back for it. Always do it out of the kindness of your heart. Build your rewards up in heaven. I believe we're fixing to see a lot of people mourn and weep over their jobs because jobs are going to shut down. I believe we will see people weep and mourn because their homes, they cannot afford their homes anymore and the banks foreclosed on their homes. People that pays rent in these apartments or rent homes, the landlords in the apartment complex is going to say, you got to get out. We can't afford to rent because you can't pay the rent anymore. You got to go. People that runs these apartment complexes and people who owns homes, their own personal homes that they rent out, the people that lives in their apartments or or in their homes, they become sick, say with cancer or whatever the problem is, and they have to go take chemo and radiation and can't work and they cannot pay the rent anymore. Sometimes the landlord or the property managers of the par- apartment complexes will throw the people out. They don't care if they have a place to go or not. That's not their responsibility. They tell you this. That's not my problem. That's your problem. But you got so many days to get out of here. And you think Christ is going to keep you in a home knowing you let, knowing you did this? And you say, well, I was a property manager for this apartment complex. This was my job. Christ don't care if that was your job or not. You're going to let your job take you to hell? Kings and queens had jobs to run a nation. But it tells you in the Bible, he sent them to hell. Look at Jezebel and Ahab, how he destroyed them. Look how God destroyed all the leaders. Christ is not pleased with that, kicking people out of their homes because they got sick and couldn't pay. You should be willing to work with them saying, we understand. (laughs) 
you've got attorneys who back up the evil doers because of money. The evil doers that are guilty can get out of anything, but the innocent that has been accused of murder or whatever they've been accused of and having to go to court. They try to find an attorney, and the attorney will not take the innocent because they're poor and can't afford their fees. And the attorney will turn them away. The attorney will speak hateful to them. Sometimes the attorney will laugh at them over the phone, and the innocent goes to jail, and the judges and the people in the courtroom knows that they're innocent but they also know that they can't prove they're innocent because they had no attorney or any other way of proving anything, so they rather put them in prison. And Christ is tired of that because it's all about money. Woe be unto you, attorneys. You also live in your nice homes. You put the... Guilty free. You set the guilty free because they have the money. But the innocent that doesn't have the money, you put them in prison. And you allowed it as an attorney and they came to you and you heard their cries. No, you did not hear their cries. What is wrong with this world so wrapped up in the riches? People are letting money and greed get to them. People are allowing this to destroy them and don't even realize it. Let me tell you, I've said this before. What if there's so many natural disasters and everybody starts losing their homes in these natural disasters and the homeowner's insurance can't pay you for the damages done to your home because they're out of money, because they've done paid so much in property damages. You need to think about this. I believe that time is coming. Look around at the natural disasters going on now. You're trusting too much in the homeowner's insurance. And if you lose your home, your home is gone. You'll have to start from scratch. And you thought you had that homeowner's insurance that would build it back, but the money's gone because they've done had to pay out to other people. And now they're broke. You may not see it now by listening to this, but you will once it starts hitting. Wildfires and floods and tornadoes hitting all over. The homeowners and insurance cannot keep going on like this. And don't be looking for the government to do bailouts because in a time like this, bailouts going to be gone. But you got to think the businesses will get their money before you as the homeowner, the merchants. All that merchandise in the businesses, they'll probably get the money before you would anyways. And after they paid that company all the millions that were destroyed by the clothes and jewelry, the machines that runs these manufacturing 
after they paid all of them out for their damages, they don't have the money to pay you for your home that you lost. Now, where are you going to live? How are you going to build your home? You need to think about that. You may not see it until it actually happens. I'm telling you, it's going to happen like this. And there will be times where a lot of corporation businesses will not be able to get the insurance money from where their businesses were destroyed and all the goods that were in that business were destroyed from the insurance companies either because they've done paid out to the homeowner's insurance. It's really going to be vice versa. You need to think about this stuff. And don't be saying, oh, that's negative. It's not going to happen. We, we, there's money here. Well, they can do this. If the stock market crashes, it'll bounce back. According to scripture, once it crashes this time, you best realize, and you best realize the signs of the times that you're living in. And I just read you Revelations chapter 18 that's telling you about the businesses and what's all to happen. Many people are not going to be able to bounce back from the destruction that's going to hit. All I can say, you need to get ready for hard times and know how to survive. And you got to learn these businesses of the earth. God is going to end up shutting them down. I'm telling you, he's going to find a way of shutting them all down. The collapse is almost here, I believe. This is why we need to be thankful for our blessings that the Lord gives us, everything he sends to us. We need to be aware of what is going on in our lives and our surroundings. I tell you, churches are run like businesses now, and God is going to shut the doors to the churches because of this. Church is the house of the prayer. This is where we're supposed to go and be uplifted and feel loved and feel God's forgiveness and compassion. But we feel judged and condemned and pushed to the side because of evildoers, because churches is about money. They suspect you to pay so much into the church or through your tithes and offerings every Sunday morning. I've heard the churches saying when you get your income tax, they want you to fill out some type of form. If you're a member of the church, you got to fill out a form saying how much you make on your job, how much you get back on your income tax, and then that's what they go on to bring you 
what you got to pay 10% of, of that money to put into the church every year on your taxes. That's not of Christ. If you're involved in that type of church, you need to leave it now and repent of it for even for being in that church. And those of you who were raised in that church, get out now. Get out of it. Get out there to a church that you want to be in that does not tolerate stuff like that. That is a sin against Christ. That is a business. And you don't need to be involved in that. And people seize that and they're like, I can't afford this. Why should I come to church and I can't afford the tithes and offerings? So if I can't go to heaven, I might as well stay home and just go to hell. That's not of Christ. Let me tell you, that is not of Christ. He knows what you can pay and what you can afford. There's other churches out there that will let you pay your tithes and offerings of what you can pay. And I'm going to tell you that now. Don't beat yourself up if you go to church and you can't put nothing into the tithes and offerings. God understands. I don't care who judges you and condemns you. But if they try to force this until you got to sign papers and do this, out. Get out then. Don't be staying around. That's religion. Christ is taking that down. He will be shutting the churches down. He will remove these preachers that's just in it for the money, the deacons. There's too many deacons in the house of God now that man has put there and not Christ. And he's changing all this up and the church goers that's out here getting all this educations, getting all these jobs and getting all these titles to their name and God's not pleased with that either. He cares more about your heart and your standing with him than he does your riches. You need to learn to be careful when you go to these businesses and not get taken in by the flashy clothing and the flashy jewelry. They know how to sell that stuff. And a lot of people won't sit and they go in debt for it. Stay away from that because that's Satan. Satan knows how to get your attention and what attracts you. And that's one reason the businesses will end up shutting down too. It might be a slow process, but it will speed up to where it will be a lot will start shutting their doors. But this is all I have for you tonight. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or follow. Share with your family and friends. Thank you for listening.